1: Hey everybody, welcome to episode two hundred and ninety of the podcast that goes snicked. Snicked. We're your hosts, Jason and Denise Venable.
0: What's
1: up? Not much, and uh here we are with got um, episode two ninety. Two ninety. Two
0: ninety.
1: Closing in on the big three double o we still owe you a two fifty. I
0: was gonna say, <laughs> we still have that like Lost in the archives. Just, just
1: hanging over our heads like a, a guillotine.
0: I, I don't even think we should call it episode 250. I think we should just call it the lost episode. The lost episode? Yeah.
1: Find it in the temple of doom. Yeah. Uh, which I'd rather watch than...
0: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why we haven't watched it.
1: <laughs> yes. Maybe we're
0: using... We have so much other stuff to watch. Hashtag toddler life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's just excuse. No, I actually
1: think it'd be really fun to watch it together and, and talk about it, but you know, and whatever tear I, it down. I don't want to talk about that right now. Oh, okay. This makes me feel like a loser.
0: You're not a loser. You oh, married thanks. me, right?
1: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> yeah, so we're going to do things a little bit different this episode. Um, Are we? Yeah, we do have a few comics to talk about, but that's not really going to be the gist of this episode. Um, So we're going to save all our number twos for Hunt for Wolverine miniseries and do those in one big lump sum at the end of the month.
0: And how much is a lump sum?
1: Four issues, four miniseries, four number twos. Okay. Yeah. So we'll do that with our kind of Hunt for Wolverine update. Um... But I did want to catch a couple issues as they came out. And then also we have, we have some news to talk about.
0: News. Yeah. Wolverine news. news.
1: Hashtag hot claws.
0: I don't like that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> now, I want to be fair to to the listeners and to Denise. I did not give her any homework or prep or nothing. No. So this so is coming all completely. All this news is about to be brand new to her. I know some of you already know about it. And you've been anxiously waiting our hot takes on the hot claws, but um,
0: let's not call it
1: hot claws. Oh, it's it's called.
0: I feel <laughs> like we're at a red lobster. <laughs> <laughs> like an well, order the of the hot. All th- the things <laughs> I've
1: heard—that's the first red lobster reference, Georgie. If you don't pee in your pants <laughs> over that, then I don't know you anymore. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> like an order of hot claws. Oh man, I please. sure could
1: go for some cheddar biscuits. Oh, cheddar biscuits.
0: Maybe I'll make you some.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, we have that mix. Yeah. They're almost as good as the restaurant. Almost. Right? Yeah, they're real close, which is quite Weird. a compliment. Yeah. Yeah. Because I love <laughs> <those> cheddar biscuits. <laughs> oh, boy. Hot biscuits. Better than hot claws, probably. Well, anyway, I don't want to put the cart before the horse. Um, so we'll get to hot. The, the
0: claw hot... before the snicked.
1: True. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Look at you, Grasshopper. She's just zinging them out tonight, <laughs> folks. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um. So, but anyway, we have some news. Um, actually, I have a couple of pieces of news, but one of them I'm going to save because we're going to talk about a related issue uh, when, we're, when we next record with uh, Georgie and Dan. So I'm going to save that one.
0: You will tell me it off
1: if you want to know. You haven't been really reading the X Men Gold books. I don't uh, really no. care. Okay. But um, but yeah, no. It, there's some some X Men related news, but also some very specific Wolverine news I want to talk about. Now. All right,
0: we'll spill it.
1: All right. So you remember? I don't know how many episodes ago. A couple. I threw out my theory on who I because we we got the announcement that after the Hunt for Wolverine miniseries. There was going to be a hunt for Wolverine dead ends one shot. Remember? Yes. And in the promo, they let it slip that in September, there would be a Wolverine number one. Yes. And I predicted the creative team would be Charles Soule and Mike Henderson.
0: Uh, Yeah, I vaguely remember that. Yeah.
1: Well, you know, some of our listeners might remember it better. Um, You know, those that that listen to me.
0: (laughs) Or or you really didn't say it, but nobody wants to go back and listen to see (laughs)
1: if you're wrong. (laughs) Aaron did I say it or did I not Come on man <laughs> he'll let me know He's got my back um, <laughs> You got my back too All six claw just shoved right in there <laughs> oh, My zings are not as good as yours tonight No Um. She's she's batting in a league above me I've it's been in, in FIFA world I've been relegated <laughs> I've been the minors um, Anyway Um So I was half right, half wrong, half TBD. So I guess a third right, (laughs) a third wrong, and a third TBD. So.
0: All right, let's do it this way. What were you wrong on?
1: Well, so the number one that was slipped is not the ongoing. So after Hunt for Wolverine dead ends, there's going to be another miniseries called The Return of Wolverine. Of course. <laughs> so, to actually bring him back into being Wolverine. Okay. So, all right. And so that, I was right that Charles Soule is going to write it. Okay. But Steve McNiven's going to do the art. and You may remember him from The Death of Wolverine. Right. He did that one. So, they did those together. So, they're and returning. He was
0: nominated for a Wolvie, right? Way back when,
1: I think so. I don't think okay. we. I don't think we made given. I don't remember. Well, I don't think I needed we... to keep a spreadsheet? I should keep a spreadsheet. There's a lot of things I wish I kept a spreadsheet for. I wished I had a rating for my '60s Marvel reading, so I can see. Cause I have a feeling which books I like the best. But I, w- I want to see numerically. Do I really? Anyway, that's wow. Neither here nor there, in my nerd OCD. Um, John Wilson would understand. I bet he's got a spreadsheet. <laughs>
0: I have a spreadsheet for the Walking Dead comic.
1: You really? Yeah. Who? What kills? do you put in there? What's who your ki- data? Um, how
0: many kills each character has before they kick the bucket? Really? Yeah. Who's winning? <laughs> who do you think's winning well, right
1: no, now? I'm just, I I bet Rick's winning of alive people, but who? What dead person had the most kills before they died?
0: Oh, I gotta think about this. You I think it's Andrea. Us.
1: Okay. That would make sense. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, she's
0: the most recent that. one that's died, but she was also the sh- in the comic book. She's the sharpshooter. Okay. So she...
1: Are you attacking human kills or walker kills? Oh, walker kills. Both? Okay.
0: Walker kills. Right. I d- thought it was morbid if I kept track of how many alive <laughs> people they kill. Well,
1: you know, originally in the flashbacks, uh, you know, Cameron and I talked about it. I was going to do a spreadsheet of Wolverine kills huh But originally, they're all off-panel or inferred. Right. And so then we had that one story where he, he killed those Hellfire guys that weren't really dead. And then he went from, like, three to, like, uncountable, like, in two issues.
0: <laughs> well, so I kind of threw
1: that all out the window. Um,
0: I will say it gets kind of hard because the rule that I go by is...
1: Yeah, what happens if a guy, like, runs over a crowd of them?
0: Well... So the rule is, you have to see it in panels. So if there's right. an off-panel kill, where like doesn't count, and a lot of in the Walking Dead comic, they do it a lot where it zooms in like on a walker's face, and you see someone shoot a gun, but three of them have guns, so you're not yeah. really sure who did it. And if I can't tell there's Colonel Mustard, yeah, in the library, and if I have to kind of guess with Lucille, yeah, then I don't count it. Okay. So I have to physically see the character or it has to be you see the, the walker get shot and in the next panel someone goes, Wow, I just made my first headshot for me to know that they were the ones that made that shot to be counted. Otherwise they don't get counted. Okay. So there's there are a lot of uncounted walkers because again, um there's a lot of off-panel killing, right? And at this stage in the comic book, so the way they get rid of the walkers now to save on ammunition, <laughs> they kind of <laughs> they're like lemmings. They like groups go on horseback all off a cliff. and like yeah, pretty much. Okay. They take them out where there's a cliff and just let them roam off the side of the cliff. All right. And so I don't count those because it's
1: yeah. That makes sense. Well, I had no idea you were doing such a nerdy thing. I'm
0: sorry. No, I'm Do buddy. I have hotness points?
1: <laughs> in a way, yeah. <laughs> so, well anyway, um, back to our Wolverine news. So, the team, the creative team that brought you the death of Wolverine is officially bringing him back in the return of Wolverine. And so, I was right about the writer, wrong about the artist. But that still leaves open speculation because we know... And when that's done, however many months it takes to get that mini-series out, then sometime in the fall will be a new Wolverine regular series. I, they're not going to not do that. Right. So I still pretend, not pretend, I portend, right? Keep your spelling in check there. Um, I still think Mike Henderson might be the artist for that. Um, because A, I just want him to... <laughs> And B, he hasn't officially announced a new project since the announcement of Phil Noto taking over Daredevil. So, whatever he's working on next has not been announced, and I think it could still be a a solo Wolverine book. I'm going to change my pick for a writer, though. I don't think Charles Soule will do the ongoing. I think Ed Brisson, who has been writing Old Man Logan, will switch to the new ongoing. So, that's my prediction. If anybody else has their own prediction, again, just tweet it at me. Put it on Facebook, um, and you can predict what you think will happen, or what you like to happen, or or both, or whether they're the same or not.
0: Or if you don't care.
1: If you don't, if you're on Teen Denise and you just don't give a fart, then that's fine too.
0: I don't know. I just I kind of like the surprise of it all. No, I agree.
1: I agree. I just just trying to stir the pot. I don't want it
0: to sound like. I could care less about these comic books. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I feel like that's how it came out. I just, I want to preface that's not what I mean. (laughs) Right. I just mean, I think it's fun. Whoever gets, whoever gets it is fun. Right.
1: Right. Well, the other bit of news is in the return to Logan, another little thing was swept and that's our hashtag hot (laughs) Claws. So as Wolverine Logan comes back from the dead, he has a new power, and that's Hot Claws. He can heat his claws up. What? Yeah, this is a real thing.
0: <laughs>
1: and we'll talk about the evolution of Hot Do Claws they, like, in a second. But I went,
0: fire? No, I think
1: they just, they heat up, like, you know, hot metal. And there better be, like, an 80s guitar riff every time he does it.
0: I really want to have sat in on that creative
1: well, brief. You know. So, obviously, there's been a lot of good jokes <laughs> about Hot Claws, and, and then some people who also, I think on All my Twitter feed, is... it's about half and half. It's like half people who are like, oh, that's stupid, let's make fun of it, and another half are like, oh, that's badass. Like, Hot Claws, cool, man. It's like...
0: All I can think is Hot Lips from M.A.S.H. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: funny. But... You know, I did have a thought, you know, and I was talking to Georgie and Dan about it on the on the last, uh, last episode, I Hot
0: claws Wolverine.
1: <laughs> is, um, you know, maybe the benefit, because what would the benefit of it be? If you already have metal claws that can cut through anything, why do they need to be hot? And so the conclusion I've maybe come to is maybe that means he can cut through other adamantium. Because right now, his claws can cut through anything, but if they hit more adamantium, they just kind of get stuck. You know, like lightsabers got stuck together, you know?
0: Does he ever hit other, an- I mean... Well, if
1: he was to fight someone with an adamantium weapon or adamantium armor or more adamantium claws...
0: But how many characters are running around with adamantium? Not a lot,
1: but a couple.
0: I'm wondering, um, this is stupid and it's out there, but I don't know why it popped in my head and it's not going to pop out until I say anything. Huh? Do you think he made a deal with. Mephisto? Ghost Rider?
1: Ghost, I don't think Ghost Rider can grant deals.
0: Well, no, like, whoever. Did Wolverine die and make a deal? So he's, in essence, almost like Ghost Supernatural Rider. Supernatural?
1: Yeah. Maybe. That's possible. And that's why,
0: because when you said his claws. Can he heat up? can heat up. I thought of Ghost Rider and like...
1: Okay, yeah. I don't know. That's a potential possibility. Has to do... I mean, we had the Wolverine Goes to Hell story back in the day. Yeah. Um, maybe this could be like some kind of like demon clause. There was that story... I think Pat Lee did it in the late 90s. The That Punisher Wolverine story. Oh, actually, I think that was Ghost Punisher, though. Not Ghost Wolverine. Punisher had ghost bullets. Never mind. I was thinking there were ghost claws, but I think it was ghost bullets. I think I'm getting my my supernatural bent mixed up. Um, ghost read. claws
0: are almost as bad as hot claws. <laughs> I
1: haven't read that in a long my time. My
0: claws can go through anything. Well, no, I think it was
1: ghost bullets. I think Punisher was, was supernatural at that time. It was demon Punisher. He had like a... a his skull was like on his forehead, and it smoked. <laughs> anyway, I... So I want I want to talk a little bit about the evolution of hot claws because apparently Charles Soule um, had some reaction to the reaction, <laughs> and at first kind of seemed to maybe backpedal, but then has switched to full on embracing it, and it's been interesting to watch. Um, like I said, from I have a lot of of different comic fans on my Twitter feed, but also just a lot of really old school Wolverine fans. Um, and that group's kind of split like there's a purist who like no he doesn't need new powers he has plenty of powers already there's a group that's like yeah let's give it a try see how it goes um you know and and my i guess official bit on most things is let's wait till we read it and see what it looks like on the page um and see if there's a story reason but it does sound kind of silly to me and kind of unnecessary but but charles so interestingly um after kind of some of the, the social media Twitter backlash was kind of like, well, yeah, he has hot claws, but I mean, that wasn't supposed to be part of the press release. I was just saying that in an interview and someone like took it around with it. And it's really kind of a minor part of the story.
0: How do your claws heating up become a minor part in the story? Like he's
1: not going to overuse it maybe or. I hope not. Yeah, I hope not either. Um, but.
0: I know what it is what? He, gets he gets a fever
1: I got <laughs> a fever
0: His claws get hot Because of the fever
1: And, and then the he... only prescription is more cowbell
0: <laughs> And he goes to the doctor The doctor says you have a flu Here's he goes, your Z-Pak
1: Your hot clotted Come and look and see
0: So he only has you hot claws While he has the flu
1: 103.
0: That's perfect
1: Come on, baby, do you do more than snicked? I'm hot-clotted. You're hot hot. clotted <laughs>
0: My heart-clotted.
1: <laughs> uh, uh! okay. That was me dying.
0: Please don't die. Now I'm a
1: ghost-fundisher.
0: I am a ghost punisher. i do not want to raise three kids by myself.
1: Oh. Well, so anyway, so we went from kind of like backpedaling a little bit to, like, full-on embracing it and just saying, okay, this is silly. Let's go with it. Hot claws, hot claws all over the place. And kind of ran with the hashtag. And even, like, made his own little, like, logo of, like, the Facebook like. Like, the thumbs up. With the claw? With three firing claws coming out of it. Oh <laughs> and I'm probably oh. going to use that for the podcast episode image. So you can all see it in his full glory. You should make a glory. Facebook
0: cover page that has that icon that points to the like button. So when people go to the Facebook page, it's like, like this page.
1: Right. <laughs> well, anyway, like I said, we'll kind of see what happens on the page. But I, I actually kind of like the fact that Charles Soul is having fun with it, and I kind of respect that. that He's just kind of like, okay, well, people kind of made fun of this, so let's just kind of get in on the joke and just kind of... If you can't make
0: fun of yourself, then who can you make fun of?
1: Yeah, other people. <laughs>
0: You're not supposed to make fun of other people. No, oh, okay. Even though I do it all the time.
1: Right. Well, so anyway, um, Hot Claws is, is a thing. And as Georgie said, it's going to be on a timer. And we're going to change our name to the podcast that goes ding. <laughs> I thought you might like that. And there you go. Pregnancy giggles. They cannot be stopped. Like the juggernaut of laughter. (laughs) You're going to get two deaths on this (laughs) episode. Take it easy. Breathe. Hands in the air. Hands up, baby. Hands up. (laughs) A story that I have no idea if it's true or not. <coughs> so I don't. I have never heard the song, but a couple of times when I was a kid, it was on the, like our soft rock radio station. And it's from the eighties. If anybody else knows this song, I don't remember what the guy's name is, but the song is just embedded in my head. It's a song that goes, "Hands up, baby, hands up, give me your heart, give me, give me your heart."
0: I've never heard that yeah, song.
1: Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not surprised. But some of you may have heard that song, or maybe not. But anyway, the guy that wrote that song at one point asked out my mom. What? And she always wondered if that song was about her.
0: What are, what's the line again?
1: Oh, the line. The only line I remember is the chorus, and it's like, hands up, baby, hands up. Like, I don't know if he's trying to shoot them. Like, I'm assuming he's shooting her with finger guns. Like, hey. Hands up. (laughs) But it's like, give me your heart. Give me, give me your heart. Give me, give me. I don't know. I remember in my mind, the guy has short hair, a crappy beard, and one of those crappy 80s business suits with sneakers and colors. You know, like like an orange shirt with a blue jacket and blue pants or something like that. I don't know.
0: And what and well I know why your mom turned him down but <laughs> <laughs> well I,
1: I mean she knew him way before then right so I and so obviously the song's probably about someone more recent <laughs> but um but she has always thought hey or, or maybe she just as a joke I don't know how sincere she was I don't but the know. guy really did ask her ask her out one time
0: you you tinker with old songs all the time I do
1: yeah and rewrite. And, and maybe I mean that was his hit so yeah. to speak. So maybe it wasn't. Maybe he wrote it back in the late '60s and just took him 20 years to get it out. I don't know.
0: So I have to share a little insider Jason tidbit. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you know you tinker on songs, right? And they're sometimes they're really old. I,
1: and please always refer to my music writing as tinkering on songs. <laughs>
0: no, you know what I mean. <laughs> You know what I mean. Yes. You'll all of a sudden you'll be like, I don't like this song anymore or I want to change it up. And he'll be working on it. And I listen to the lyrics. And you have to understand, when we first met, I was not in a happy place. So. Some of the songs Jason writes about, I'm always like, who's that song about? Because it sounds like somebody who jilted you. (laughs) And he'll go. And it's funny. Because if it comes out really quick, oh, it's about an old relationship or it's about my my struggle with, you know, this and that, then I believe him. But when he goes, um, and rolls his eyes up into the corner, that means it's about you, but it's not really about you anymore but it's still about you because I used our situation to write the song and the answer that comes out is I don't really remember
1: (laughs) (laughs) hands up baby (laughs) hands up (laughs) Uh, I wonder if that's on YouTube I'll have to look later I would get a big kick at not not right now we we have more stuff to talk about oh okay uh, before we get to any comics, which which I will get to at some point, but I wanted to talk about it before Denise jumps off. Um, we finally finished The Punisher from like months ago, right? Oh yeah, yeah. <clears throat> we it didn't take us months to watch. We waited a while to to get on it.
0: We had to finish watching other stuff. Yeah. We don't like to jump around a whole lot. We kind of like to like pick one and run with it.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> so anyway, what what are you? I know it's not Wolverine related, but it's Marvel. TV movie related, so what was your overall (coughs) overall thoughts on The Punisher, and you can take that any way you want. You can talk about casting, or story, or or cinematography, whatever you want to talk about.
0: I think everyone they cast was great. There wasn't anyone that I would say, eh, I wish they would have picked somebody different. Um, The guy that played um, Lieberman I thought that actor was brilliant. Yeah, I thought he did really good, too. I <laughs> I loved that his hair was crazy all the time. <laughs> and his beard was crazy all the time. You know there's a razor down there somewhere. They had medical supplies. Why couldn't they have a razor? They have like $12,000 worth of computer equipment, but no straight razor. Mm-hmm. Um, and I love that he was always in his bathrobe. Yeah. And I loved at the end of the sh- the thirteen episodes, he jokes with his wife that he was in his bathrobe. Yeah, <laughs> the whole, for a year. For a year. Yeah, because he really was. In fact, I think the episode before that, when I asked you, he, is he seriously in his bathrobe the whole time. <laughs> it's like when he leaves, he put he takes the bathrobe off to put a hoodie on. Yeah. <laughs> and when he comes home, he takes the hoodie off to put the bathrobe on. Yeah. The bathrobe was nice. It was silk. <laughs>
1: It's the one thing you took
0: I guess so (laughs) Um Anyway I thought that guy was brilliant I thought The The chemistry between the characters Especially when um, Frank you know poses As this guy Pete To get See what Lieberman's wife knows Because Lieberman's wife thinks he's dead Um and it's been a year since she's thought he's died and so it's that weird struggle of where she's like oh (laughs) a guy to like help fix something around the house this is helpful and then she struggles with i have feelings and now i've drank too much wine and you know so i i loved that realistic sense of what these characters were emotionally going through um (laughs) I did think it was really slow. Um, I know I asked you a couple of times how many episodes are in this (laughs) because I kept thinking if this doesn't pick up I don't know if I can physically watch this anymore because if it's not going anywhere I'm done. Um, And it wasn't like a super elaborate backstory that needed all eight episodes to get there or seven episodes to get there but I did feel like It took half the season just to get to a point where I was like, okay, what's going to happen next? Because the first, I'd say six or seven episodes, when the episode ended, I was like, all right, I guess we'll watch the next one tomorrow night. (laughs) Um, And it wasn't until we got past that hump that every time it ended, it was like, oh, (laughs) really? And there were nights where I was excited when we'd start watching it early. Because then I knew we could possibly squeeze in two episodes, <laughs> which was and then last night we squeezed in two episodes. We probably shouldn't have, but we did anyway. Um, so that was a little disappointing. I I didn't really feel like we needed all that <coughs> backstory. I, some of you might have liked the gratuitous sex scenes. I'm just not a big fan of them. I get that they, we need them sometimes in the story to show a character's relationship and what that relationship is. But some of them were very surprised there wasn't actual sex going on. (laughs) Like things were really close and people were really naked and there was a lot of nakedness. Um, so, (laughs) and there was a lot of nakedness when, um, there wasn't sex, because the Punisher strips off Lieberman's clothes, and wheels him around in a chair.
1: Mm-hmm. You never see his junk. You never see his micro.
0: <laughs> no, but you see like the little part of his butt, and yeah. yeah, I just anyway. Right. And I get it's a terrorist or a interrogation, interrogation tactic, tactic. Yeah. but um, it was just kind of like really. <laughs> Especially, you know, there's two characters, and I felt like, in the beginning, please. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right.
0: And it was just. Well, I think.
1: I know Netflix shows aren't necessarily rated. But, you know, Marvel has the line, the max line, and Punisher has done usually done better. When in kind of the max, kind of ultra violent, ultra gory. And it was. I tried to lean towards. The... I mean, I don't think. I don't know if you'd call it all because of no F bombs, but. It was definitely very brutal. It was um, very brutal. And kind of titillating or, or, um, just kind of see what they could get away with. Really except for language was the only place they didn't do that. Um, I mean, and not just necessarily blood, like just some of the action was just brutal.
0: Like just
1: like, oh wow. Like the part, and I actually got excited. uh, I didn't see this coming. The part when we started turning uh, Billy into Jigsaw or Possible jigsaw. Um, and when he runs his face down that broken glass mirror, like, I was like, I, it made me shudder.
0: Uh, there were, there was a lot. Yeah, there were a lot of scenes where, I don't know if it was being pregnant or the scenes were so realistic, but they were really brutal. I mean, guys with their intestines hanging out. <laughs> yeah. um, just... People get getting the crap beat out of them um, and spitting up blood. There were a lot of times oh, yeah. where I just, I buried my head and told Jason, will you let me know when it's over?
1: <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> and, it, and it may be the girl in me. I,
1: I think it's just not necessarily your cup of tea. Um,
0: no, because I even get that way watching Walking Dead at times. Yeah. It's like, eh, let me know it's over. <laughs> right.
1: Yeah, Definitely. So I thought uh all did a fantastic job as a Punisher. Um, oh yeah. Thought he was super great at the part. I really liked the choice he made when during the really intense scenes. And the first time I was like, "Huh?" And I didn't really see pictured it in the comic, but I really just the more he did it the more I liked it where he just kind of had like these uncontrollable screams. You know, like he'd be running and shooting and be like, "Ah!" Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of silly, maybe kind of hulkish, but the more I thought about it, the more it seemed like it fit. It felt right, you know? Um, So, I don't know. Yeah, I think overall I enjoyed it. I agree that not every episode was a home run necessarily, but uh, overall I enjoyed the series and I don't know. I thought thought everybody did a good job. Yeah. I agree. Any other thoughts on that?
0: Now I wish I would have seen a little more of Karen.
1: Okay. Yeah. In it, but I think. Oh wait, this is the first one we had zero. Um, she the nurse. Cleared. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I didn't realize yeah. that till just now.
0: Yeah, I wish we would have seen a little more of Karen and and built up that dynamic between the Punisher and Karen. Right. But I also get that was. This story arc had nothing to do with them, necessarily.
1: Well, not not a lot.
0: Right. And they needed her more as like a gateway to kind of see they all fit together.
1: (laughs) Right. Connective tissue, so to speak. Right. Yeah. So. Yeah. So anyway, I think we both enjoyed it and we'll uh, start Jessica Jones soon-ish.
0: Luke Cage starts like in a week.
1: Oh, yeah. So we got to start burning through stuff. Yep, because we still have a lot of other stuff to catch up on, like a whole season of Legion. <laughs> and um, oh, if anybody wants to answer this question, so I've been DVRing trust because Danny Boyle's name is vaguely attached to it, and I love Danny Boyle, and I haven't watched any of it yet, so maybe someone can let me know if I should start that. <laughs> and then, of course, um, yeah, yeah, we have a lot. A lot a lot on the D V R. But um yeah. So we're trying to balance that. But but got through the Punisher and I think we both mostly enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I also recently saw Deadpool Two. Um just about the same as the first one. Really hilarious, really perverse, really inappropriate, but still pretty great. Um toddler legs is all I'll say. Uh <laughs> No, I, just, I thought Colossus did a really good job. Um, or I, uh, I I, think that's just a person in CGI, but I like the way they portrayed Colossus. Uh, Ryan Reynolds is the perfect Deadpool. Um, there's a part at the beginning with the dead Wolverine music box, which I thought was hilarious. Um, then there's the cut scene, or the extra scene, it's the post credit scenes, where Deadpool goes back to Wolverine Origins, which we so owe you an episode on, and he goes and he kills that monstrosity of a Deadpool that all the fans wish never existed. So he goes back in time and shoots that guy in the head. And then then also goes and shoots himself in the head when he uh, takes the Green Lantern part, which I thought was really funny. But um, (coughs) anyway, uh, if you're up for some Deadpool and some inappropriate very R rated perverse humor and action then this will tickle that bone. And so it's it's not for everybody, but if you like it, you'll like it. I thought. I mean I thought it was pretty much just as good as the first one. So I know not everyone agrees with that, but that is okay. Um so yeah, with the the scene from Wolverine Origins, there is technically a Wolverine appearance in it. Um you see Hugh Jackman's arm. <laughs> but um yeah, I just I thought it was really really funny. Really really nice in a not so nice way. But yeah, so Denise, you can uh you can check out. I'm going to talk about a couple of comics and then we'll wrap the episode up. All right. Thank you.
0: No problem. <laughs>
1: Alright, so first up, we're going to talk about Old Man Logan, number 41.
0: Hang on, I'm going to move the chair.
1: It's probably going to make noise. Chair noise. Chair noise. Party time. Excellent. Excellent. Chair noise. Yep, so Old Man Logan and Logan the Hunted. Aw, that makes me think of Benji the Hunted. Anybody remember old Benji the Hunted? With the dog? The dog that got lost in the forest and Hung Out with some mountain lion kittens.
0: Wasn't that old Yeller?
1: No, old Yeller got shot. Benji didn't get shot. Oh, was it Lassie? No, it's Benji. Benji the Hunted is a movie that I watched over and over again as a kid. And it had baby mountain lions in it. <laughs> Did you hear that? It's crickets. <laughs> Anyway, Logan the Hunted Part 1 is Old Man Logan Number 41, written by Ed Brisson, art by Francisco Mana, colors by Carlos Lopez, letters by VCs Corey Pettit, Woo-hoo! and cover by Mike Diodato Jr. and Carlos Lopez. On the cover, we have A Moonlit Night, and Old Man Logan being hunted by Craven the Hunter. It's a pretty great cover. I like it. I like it at all. So anyway, um, we go to the Paris bar in Tokyo, Japan, and there's some mobsters, restauranteurs, whatever, and they have old man Logan's hand that got cut off. They scooped it up, and they're selling it to none other than Craven the Hunter for half a million dollars. He's like, all right, I can use this. I can do something with this. So he's ready to go. And then... We go back to America in New Jersey, where Old Man Logan is fighting Roughhouse House and Bloodstream. Blood Scream. And I didn't realize his lower jaw got all funky, but apparently at some point it did. And we get a nice double snick with one-hand metal claws, one-hand bone claws, and you cross them together, and you get metal claws. I don't know. Um. Anyway, he's trying to figure out why he's seeing these guys all of a sudden, how they found him. Turns out they were just a distraction to get him outside so Craven can shoot him with a dart. And then Craven shoots him with more darts because one doesn't work. Puts him in an adamantium cage. What's that? That's the part that reminded me. I was like, huh. You know, if he already had his hot claws, he could slice through those adamantium bars and get out. So that's the use. That's the use for hashtag hot claws. Probably wishes they had them. Um, Anyway, he goes, When I get out of here, I'm going to slice you to ribbons, bub. (coughs) Anyway, I was pretty excited about the story because it really makes sense. You know, Craven's like, I don't know why I've never hunted you before. Like, you're the ultimate prey. And I kind of agree. You were thinking all the time these two characters have been around that Craven would be like, huh. You know, Wolverine would be the ultimate trophy. But now he's kind of bummed because, you know, Old Man Logan's not what he used to be. And he keeps saying, I wish I had the real Wolverine, but you'll have to do. I want Wolverine in his prime, not some sick, dying, (laughs) half-blind Old Man Logan. Um, So he's disappointed, but he's still going to carry on with the hunt. And um, I love that Old Man Logan's like, about you let me out of this cage and I'll show you that as old and broken as I might be you still don't hold a candle to me. I'll make sure they bury you in a tiger print coffin. thought <laughs> that was really funny. Um, but Craven drops him out of this plane in the, in the cage with the parachute to the savage land and then the cage opens. Old man Logan fights some prehistoric wolves uh, which is a nice scene and then Craven goes on the hunt. He finds the dead wolves and he finds old man Logan and they fight and then they're fighting in a river and the dinosaur whoops him with their tail and says, I'm going to eat y'all after um, uh, Craven breaks Wolverine or old man Logan's bone claws. And he's like, oh, I hate the Savage Land. Uh, went through that pretty fast, but it's actually a pretty good comic. You know, I'm not familiar with Francesco Manna. I really enjoyed his art. I thought it was really good. Um his Craven's pretty rad. Um, his old man Logan's pretty good. His Savage Land stuff's pretty good. I just I enjoyed the art quite a bit. And I liked Craven in this. I like the way Brisson writes Craven. Um and I'm more and more endearing to the way he like he writes um Old Man Logan and the way that he feels like Logan and doesn't lean too much on the old man part, which is why I wouldn't mind seeing him get a crack at the real deal when this is all said and done. Um, but I do, I like, I'm excited, or, you know, maybe excited seems silly, but it's not, I don't think, because it's cool that you know, after all this time, Craven is going to hunt down Wolverine, and then, but then he realizes, oh, wait, it's not really Wolverine, and his disappointment in that, you know, I don't know, it just, it gives a lot of I kind of gravitas to the story. I thought Brisson did a really good job with playing with kind of the tension of him wanting the hunt but wishing it was better, but still, you know, a trophy is a trophy. And I don't know. And, you know, Logan just kind of roaming around the Savage Land trying to survive. Um, it's a really good story. I, You know what? This is... I feel like Brisson has found his stride and this book is getting better and better. And when you throw in the fact that this art is really good, um, I'm going to rate this pretty high. I'm going to give Old Man Logan number 41. Shoot, I'm right there between a four and a five. Um, You know what? I'm in a good mood. I'm going to say five out of six claws for Old Man Logan, 41. All right, next up we have Weapon X number 19. Sabertooth in Charge. The Conclusion. Written by Greg Pak and Fred Van Winti Art by Yodre Sinar. Colors by Frank Diamarda. Letters by VCs Joe Caramagna. And the cover is by Raza. And on this cover we have like a, a sickle poster. Like joined sickle. Which is Russian shield remember. We have Omega Red holding like a, a sickle globe in his coil he's leaning forward in the back behind this, or in front of this red banner are Sabretooth and Old Man Logan. in like these Imperial red and black uniforms. They almost look like uh, Crimson Commandos from G.I. Joe. Um, and they could definitely be like in Destro's army for sure. And I know, I know, Crimson Commandos or Zaymar and Tomax. But, you know, Destro had the Iron Grenadiers. And it's kind of a cross between, I don't know. Anyway, enough G.I. Joe foreplay um it's actually uh, of the raza covers we've had on this series this is my favorite so far um, i like the use of color kind of the boldness of it um and how it kind of looks like a propaganda poster um yeah no i think it's a, it's a pretty good cover uh the story so remember uh saber tooth and omega is trying to get omega red to join the team And Warpath has left the team to help the mutants in Russia. And that leaves Domino and Deathstrike to hunt down try to find Creed. They find the dead tigers in the Siberian Siberia. (laughs) You like that? And uh, Deathstrike finds Creed's phone and just texts to the number and says, Hey, we're trying to find Creed. Don't know if we will. But I'm a mercenary too. I'm for hire. You want to pay me? Um... So we see Omega Red with his Tiger Kitten, and him and Sabretooth are marching towards their mission. Um, where we see some titanium armored soldiers doing a demonstration for General Zazlon, who is kind of not in favor of Sickle's anti mutant policy in Russia. Um, so Sabretooth's like, Well, we should help her. But Omega Red's like, No, I gotta kill her. It's my mission. And his brother. Is a guy speaking in his head through some nano text. And he says, I can also control your body and your coils. So if you don't want me to kill that tiger kitten you're holding, you'll do what I say. So then Omega Red hands off the tiger, which I thought was interesting, and goes about his mission. Uh, Sabretooth is like, oh, wait a second. Um, Warpath finds Old Man Logan and says, hey, this is all going wrong. And Old Man Logan says, that's okay. I'm going to read this book pretty soon. <laughs> Um, Sabertooth jumps in the fight. There's a kind of a fun scene where he throws the tiger and cub in the air, kicks a butt, and then catches the tiger cub. So he does all the butt kicking while it's in the air. That's, that's a little interesting little series of panels. And then he, of course, he pets it. Um, Omega Red's about to assassinate his target, but it turns out she's a mutant too. She has ice powers. And Domino and Deathstrike show up, and. Domino talks to Warpath and says hey, we need your help. Can you come back? And he's like well I will come back but it's gonna be to stop Sabretooth and then Sabretooth and Deathstrike So apparently Deathstrike can still do Nanite stuff. So Sabretooth cuts Omega Red up It looks like he's tickling him with blood and then Deathstrike is shooting uh, electricity out of her claws to kill the nanites so they can free Omega Red and then they can all be a nice team together which we know they will be if you've seen Suicits. Um yeah art is getting a little better I guess it's okay um, story is okay okay ah. Yeah I just don't really care uh, I'm going to give Weapon X number 19 2 out of 6 claws uh, If you have more to say about it feel free to Get in touch tweet at me facebook me uh, Do the podcast and You know maybe you have some good things To say or some bad things or just Some more impassioned things to say I just really kind of couldn't be bothered With it to be honest um, So real fast to end The episode I want to talk Real quick about the new Thor number 1 Um because there's a surprise on the last page that I thought was interesting. Um, so we have two stories. We have God of Thunder Reborn, which is written by Jason Aaron, with uh, Mike Del Mundo and some color assist from Marco D'Alfonso. Then we have The Grace of Thor by Jason Aaron and artist Christian Ward. Um, letters and productions in both are by VCs Josephinho. Uh, Jay Bowen does a new logo and the cover is by Mike Del Mundo and the cover is Thor swinging a multitude of hammers and lightning around him and his new gold arm. It's is a pretty good cover. I'm mean, going to have a lot to say about this art. I don't know if this is necessarily the best example of it, but it is fine. Um, so the first story, uh, Thor's running around new Thor golden arm Thor, and he's trying to get artifacts that fell out of Asgard. Um, so that Malakith can't come to Earth and get him. And so he finds the Eye of the Warlock, which I've just been recently reading in 60s Journey to Mystery, Thor. Um, and he's it's in the in the jungle in one of the temples of Sidorak. And uh, there's this really great art. Of course, he finds the Juggernaut and fights the Juggernaut, which is pretty great. He has an axe, which doesn't really work. Then he pulls down a new hammer, but it's not the real thing, and Juggernaut breaks it. Um, then he pulls down just a plethora of hammers, and turns out he ends up breaking most of them, but finally he puts the Juggernaut down and knocks one of his teeth out. He gets the warlock, eye back to Asgard, talks to some dwarves and Odin, and then we go back to Earth to visit Jane and some Asgardian refugees. And, I don't know, it's pretty cool stuff. He goes to the South Sea um, to fight Neymar and some sharks to get uh, the Gem of Infinite Suns out of a shark's belly. Um, we find out he's living with uh, the Hell Dog and one of his goats on a boat. <laughs> Goat on a boat? Um, yeah, which I thought that was interesting. Loki shows up and says, hey, I can help you. Uh of course Thor is having none of that, but eventually agrees and Thor's or Loki sends Thor to, you know, fight Malekith in the War of the Realms and where he finds Baldur as a new king of hell. Um anyway, that's all pretty cool. Art's great, story's pretty fun. When we get uh one of these future Thor stories. Remember Thor's recreated Earth and started a new human race and with his granddaughters and um we have kind of a, a story about that and his, his, I guess, Eve paradigm is dying and he goes to visit and just kind of has a heartfelt conversation. But then he finds something at the end of the world and he goes and there's an old, like, kung fu phoenix wolverine. So I guess, you know, Hot Claws is catching on. <laughs> as we see Wolverine and a phoenix bird at the end of time. And he says, hey, bub, Welcome to the end of time. Hope you brought some beer. Uh, Christian Warren and Talmundo, both great artists. Aaron's Thor is one of the best books on the shelf and has been for years and years. Um, this just continues all that. I thought this was a great first issue. I'm going to give it. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and just say six out of six claws and check out the, uh, the future Phoenix and Wolverine at the end of that one. Um, looks I don't know There's a kung fu like street fighter vibe He's got but then he has the phoenix power And hot claws <laughs> So there you go We will start and end with hot claws <laughs> All right Well um Yeah I don't know what will be next but it will be fun I um, have a couple of surprises Coming up maybe And then uh, of course you know We'll get get in touch with Dan and Georgie And talk about some Big X-Men stories uh going down some news there as well but yeah all that'll be, be down the the pipe or pike is the real saying though I prefer pipe because it makes more sense to me because I don't know what a pike is <laughs> but um anyway uh as usual you can like the Facebook page Twitter is at snickcast show notes and stuff are snickcast.podbean.com and until next time um and snicks everybody bye bye And snacked.